Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> While our dad is usually a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction, we would like to emphasize the fact that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood Childhood trauma trauma spares no one. the night that it all started it was like 4 a.m in my bedroom i thought it was like 2 a.m <laughs> no it was literally like 4 a.m in four in the morning about a box and a half of wine in and we came up with this brilliant idea well because i've due to some unforeseen circumstances <laughs> i've been doing a lot of self-reflection yeah some soul searching yes to say the least and i was t- well actually i feel like i started a few days before we actually came up with the podcast because I was like telling you, I was like, I've been like journaling and doing all this stuff. And I was like, I think I've come to terms with the fact that I have daddy issues. And you were like, oh yeah, like I've already known that. Oh yeah. For <laughs> I, I don't know how I moons. didn't know until my 23rd year of life. I was like, yeah, I think I have daddy issues. And you're like, oh yeah, me too. And then fast forward to in my bed at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. It was 4 a.m. Oh, if you insist. Some wine, we had some wine, and I was asking you, well, I was like, I need a distraction. I was like, what should I do? I offered up the great option of knitting. Um, Crocheting. I think scrapbooking came up. Scrapbooking was definitely mentioned. That was, like, definitely in the running, I feel like. Nothing really resonated (laughs) with me until you looked at me, and you're like, podcast. And I was like, yes. your eyes lit all the way up. I just knew I had it struck gold as I normally do after a bunch of dumb ideas. Usually something good and comes out. And a bunch out. of wine. Yeah, wine helps for sure. It fuels me. So I think you said podcast, and then you ran out of my room to go grab a whole nother box of <laughs> wine, and you're like, okay, we're gonna start this. I said it fuels me. It's a priority. I can't come up with ideas without it. But we were like stuck. We were like, well, what could this podcast be about? Because we wanted to do it together. Mm-hmm. But we are quite literally opposites. Would you say? I would say. <laughs> as about as opposite as you can get, as everyone will probably soon come to find out. I'm the older, much wiser. I mean, I, I live the example you don't want to live. In middle child? Yeah. I think that speaks for itself. You're very responsible in that way. I am. I feel like, are middle children usually responsible? They're responsible for both the older and the younger siblings, so I'd say so. What's the stereotypical middle child? Well, they always... Well, here's the thing. Everyone... The middle child's always like, I'm the forgotten one, so I need to, like, be super... Like, work I need attention. Harder. Yeah. Attention and work harder to be seen. So in whatever that, like, transposes into. Okay. I guess I was, like, thinking that's typical, like, being wild, but I think I took it in a different way. It was, like, yeah. trying to be, like, a perfectionist. Yeah. But anyways, back to the podcast. We're like, what can we do... Why do we have similarities with 
And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, looked in, you looked me in the eye. Yeah. Some wine dribbling down your <laughs> chin. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for painting such a vivid, beautiful picture of me. That's a portrait of a winning sister. Thank you. And she said, daddy issues. And, and we just knew. We knew that was, that was it. I grabbed my laptop and opened up the And opened I grabbed my dock. wine and I chugged it real quick and I said, let's do it. So here we are. <laughs> But basically, we're talking about how we're going to talk about our personal qualities, why we are the way that we are, and find a way to blame it on our dad. I mean, it's not like we have to search far and wide for reasons as to why it's his fault. So it's, it's an easy subject matter. Yeah, we definitely have lots of stories that we can pull from, <laughs> to say the least. All right. Uh, I think we should kind of explain our childhood situation in kind of a broad sense. Kind because of, it's very unique, I think. Yeah, like a skeleton so that people, or a timeline, if you will, so that yeah. people can kind of understand when we jump from story to story, as we most certainly will. Because there are a lot of characters in this story. And many eras, if you will. They come and they go. And they come back and then they go again. Yeah. You never know. So don't get too hurt when you think someone's gone from... From the story, because they'll be back. They'll be back to hurt again, <laughs> as do we. Okay, cool. So let's start with the before times, the before dad left. That was when we were itty bitties. What would you say, like, ages? Birth. Birth to. to kindergarten I was, for me. So I was in fourth grade? You're three years older than me. So fourth grade. Uh, third grade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so ish. How old are you in kindergarten? Mm, five. Kindergarten teacher? Five. So I was like six and you were nine. Yeah. So that's... We'll just say third grade. Yeah, third, third-ish. So before dad left... Yeah, so we were a two-parent household. We had three total siblings. It was me, the best, the first, etc. Yeah, the oldest. And then... Me uh-huh. came into this world three days after your birthday. Oh, the best what a birth- gift. The best birthday present anyone could ask for. There was no gift receipt for that. And then four years later, the accident, well, we were all accidents, but, but the, the, the real, real accident <laughs> came about the youngest, good old Carl. Yep. <laughs> we love you. That pretty much sums me up. So, how old were you when that mom and dad got divorced? I have no clue. I have no memory at all whatsoever. That's a great Awkward. take. Yeah. That's a great take. No, I don't know. Well, if I was, like, well, honestly, if I was five, you were, like, one. Yeah, because I was, four years then apart, I, so. that puts me, yeah, so eight, nine, yeah, I'm seven years older than so her, so. I, God, wow, I guess I never realized you were that, that little. Young. I felt like you were already, like, a human. Wow, that, ex- that explains no a lot. Memories. Yeah, I have no memories of, like, the three of us living together, not the three of us, the five of us living together. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well. well so, before dad, before mom and dad got divorced, we were... Well, a, like a little family, like a, I guess you could say. a unit a situation. <laughs> so then after that led into the single mom era. Yeah. Well, should we say why the single mom era came about? Dad, oh, yeah. Dad Dad's trash. <laughs> Dad shoot on mom. Trash. Men are trash. <laughs> and that was the beginning of our next era. Which I, I mean, maybe maybe I'm jumping ahead a bit, but I personally find that to be the greatest era of all time. I don't know. Mama's scary. 
She was not a happy person during those times. Well, would you be? I remember straight up one time. She called you a straight up. You, she called you a bitch. During the single mom era? It was right before the burger era, stepdad. And I remember this like really vividly, but she was like cleaning the house and you asked her something and she literally was like, Gloria, stop being a fucking bitch. And you started crying. You're like, mom, just call me a fucking bitch. You don't remember this? I don't remember her ever calling me a bitch when I wasn't being a bitch. Well, you were But that most, was, like, later. You were like, most of the time. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't... But from, like, your but telling of it... Like, no, like, you were still young. Like, this was before mom got remarried. So, like, you were... I don't know how I remember this and you don't. Because I remember, like, mom just called me and... Because you couldn't even say the words. Like, mom just called me an effing bee. I said that, yes. but I was definitely young because I was swearing up a storm by like, maybe I'm making this story up. No, I don't think so. But but I remember vividly in the yellow living room when we had that, still that big giant screen TV that we got off the curb because we were classy. <laughs> Mom saw a freaking TV on the side of the road. She said, we're taking that. I like to say we're eccentric. Is that the word for it? And resourceful, I think. Resourceful, yeah. That's how you upsell those terminology. But, yeah, I remember that. So, single mom era, to me, mom was always kind of angry. Um, I think she was angry, but I almost viewed it as, like, liberated. So, like, yeah, I might have had to deal with her being, like, not that nice. But I also kind of felt like she paved her own. Like, she was, like, free and just, like, I don't know. She was also carrying the work of two parents well no i totally think she had a right to be like on edge uh-huh. and kind of like but i don't remember her being that happy. oh see that's when like you are my sunshine was born i don't know and it might be affected yeah, because right. i hate the next era so i might have like like fantasized about it my future self would have like looked back at that fondly when when living in it i might not have felt that fondly about it like yeah in the actual time yeah does that make sense but you're right i think i am bypassing a lot of like the positive yeah but then, next era came the about. The dark days. Step- well, we didn't talk about dad in this era. Dad was still with. Oh, yeah. Um, Carrie. Horrible. <laughs> her name's Carrie. Carrie. I don't care. Carrie Garcia. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Look her up. Um, <laughs> she, they, that was the mistress, and they stayed together uh-huh. for So we were doing, time. yeah, so it was like single mom era, but it was like partial custody to dad or whatever. We go to dad's like every other yeah. weekend, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then mom finally got into another relationship mm-hmm. with Burger. All hell broke loose. <laughs> but Burger had been part of our lives already. Almost our so entire lives. It was a really, really weird transition when he became, like, our stepdad, I guess. And it's going to get, like, real confusing for people because we might tell stories that are entirely irrelevant to this timeline, and they might come up, but they're not – it's not in the era that they think it's in. So we like, Burger and everyone? Yes, like, we've known they, them they our whole lives. still lot. in – the before times eras yeah and in the no and when mom and dad yeah. were married like we knew burger yeah i don't yeah. remember any of that yeah yeah so they were kind of like family friends and i guess mom and burger both went through a divorce around the same time mm-hmm. kind of bonded over kind of it confided in each other and then became lovers gross <laughs> Can you, we need to stop this uh, canceled we're canceled on the first I mean. episode <laughs> it's done you've done it <laughs> yeah um they started well they started we all started hanging out because burger had two kids mm-hmm. and i feel like they were just like disguising play dates as dates uh-huh. for themselves super shady sketchy but it didn't feel weird because we knew them our whole lives yeah it was really just like us hanging out with our friends yeah 
and um, I don't know. I honestly can't remember when we found out they were like actually, da- actually I do. Wait, dating. I don't night? remember dating. I remember the traumatizing night. But we'll get into we'll get in a into episode. it. We'll get into but it. Was it that night? I don't think so. I think we, we knew they knew. were dating. Yeah, but that was the next era. Was the burger stepdad step sibling era? Which love. We love that was them. the best part of everything. Obviously, step siblings. Yeah, which I think is rare for uh-huh. when you have step siblings. It's not usual that you bond as much as you do. Yeah, no, we were straight up family. Well, yeah, because we had step siblings on our other side, and, and we, we don't even know them. them. Yeah, guys, for real, I don't even know the step siblings names on the other side. Yeah, we don't have to get yeah, into that. We don't need to do that. <laughs> like, I don't know their names. They're they're um, not involved. So <laughs> then came the end of the stepdad era. Mm-hmm. I was in, the I was second going divorce. into my fresh, yeah, the second divorce. So I was going into, I know I was going into my freshman year of high school. So you were a senior. Yes. I remember cause he will get into it, but it was weird. Lasted about four <laughs> years. They were a good four years looking back. Yeah. Horrible at the time. Yeah. I think I could be, person to blame for the divorce possibly. yet i think i'm the person that actually gets blamed for the divorce really yeah i was always conniving to find a way to i know i'm aware but there was a letter involved and we'll get into it at a later date i'm not sure i know about the letter okay <laughs> i'm learning new things here guys too okay so then there's the mom and dad again yeah sequel. Real, sequel. real weird situation um, um. <laughs> But basically, like... I don't really know what to say. Yeah, it's just like, here we are again. Um, insert that one song. Oh, no, we don't have the rights to that song. <laughs> it's way too much fun. Um, but Dad was living in Texas, and we were still in Chicago. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention. So, like, yeah, he, like, moves to Texas during the um, stepdad phase. With Carrie Garcia. Yeah, it's Social a bitch. security number. Just kidding. <laughs> um, they all moved to Texas. Yeah. And somehow... Did mom and dad's separation from their new partners happen, like, at the same time? Yes. Yes, like, almost exactly the same time. Like, that coincidence? No. No, no, not at all. Who started first? Dad. Dad. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, dad started having issues because Carrie cheated on him because once a cheater, always a cheater. She a bitch. So, that happened. (laughs) And then, I guess, there were issues with Berger and mom, and then I think mom, like, and dads are talking. I mean, they were they shared children together, so they yeah. never really stopped talking. Okay, but, but on college uh, tours for was dad coming with on the college tours? Yeah, he came on. Okay, so I guess that rekindled that maybe. No, uh, we'll talk about it though. Okay. Watch we're, yeah, yeah, we need to keep this vague. Yeah. So mom and dad got back together, but we stayed in Chicago. How long was that going on before mom decided to move to Texas? Because I she moved when I graduated high school and was going to college that that started about my sophomore year so it was about three years it started my senior year because because um but she was still going through the divorce so but they started already yeah so it was about three years of dad living in texas and us living in chicago and them having a relationship Mm -hmm. um and then once i graduated mom and carl moved to texas texas i went to school Mm -hmm. lots of ish happened oh yeah we don't get into it basically they separated again yeah um Um, shocker gloria saw that coming from (laughs) a mile away um we think she may be a psychic (laughs) we don't know (laughs) she predicted the divorce 
She predicted the mom marriage. burger marriage. She predicted the Carrie and dad divorce. And then she predicted that mom and dad would not stay together once Although they got it wouldn't have together. taken a psychic to see that one. I'm going to be honest. I was in... <laughs> I was, okay, I was living the dream, because every kid's dream when their parents mm-hmm. get divorced is that they're going to get back together. Parent Trap, you know, the movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's every kid's dream. So I was in this, like, you know. Bliss. You were happy. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, so happy. But Gloria, being her dark, cynical self. Was yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm a psychic. End badly. <laughs> I don't think I'm a psychic. I think I'm just, a, I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. Like, I just question everything. Yeah. So they <laughs> separated again. And now here we are. Yeah. So that's the six main eras of our childhood that I the think the six chapters of our life that made us made into us the, the dysfunctional adults we are today. <laughs> we have a, we have a lot to pull from. <laughs> I think we're gonna kick this episode off with just like a shared memory that I think is ingrained into our brains of when the daddy issue started. Yeah, yeah, because when I've when I've I've been journaling, like I said, doing some self reflection and realizing some characteristics about myself that I was like oh I could probably work on that a little bit but me being the person I am I was like well how did this all happen like why am I the way that I am I need an answer I always need answers to everything and so I was like looking back and this main memory is the one that I'm like oh that's when the daddy issues started and then I feel like I said it and you're like oh yeah well no you actually said mine might have started a little bit before yeah I think I have a few earlier memories um but I think, though, that one stands out to me as a time that I was self-aware in that moment, even, of it being, like, it was almost like an out-of-body experience, where it was just, like, wow, this is shit you, like, read about in Judy Bloom books. You don't, like, think it's going to happen It's almost kind of, like, yeah, when I tell the story, it seems, like, so... Generic, almost. stereotypical. Yeah. I'm just, like, this (laughs) is, like, it's weird. so dumb. But, yeah, so it was, like, one of our early visitations. Our first. Yeah, it was it was our first one. Yeah, because yeah. when mom and dad got divorced, we couldn't see dad for a while. Yeah, because he had to get his living situation sorted and make sure, like, the courts had to make sure that Carrie, that bitch, was, um, like, safe for us to be around, et cetera. And, boy, were they wrong. They were wrong. <laughs> they should not have allowed it to happen. She's she horrible. Sucks. All right, but full disclosure like we understand that like some people's living situations are way worse off but she was just a bitch but yeah she just sucked <laughs> um so it was i know it was our first time being able to see dad because i was super excited i feel like you were already kind of mad at dad i was just kind of skeptical i mean i was just mad at the whole situation um i, just I didn't, didn't fully understand it and like yeah. i was always just like I was super attached to dad, I feel like. So I was, like, I was so pumped to be, like, Yeah, and I was first, super attached to mom. And he fed us all this stuff. He was, like, we're going to go, we're going to go to Old Country Buffet. Like, oh, that, that was, was the, that was the spot, That man. was our fucking spot. Yeah, and but we, it turned into the spot that all the bad news always happened at. Like, I literally, I'll hear some bad news. Went out of business. I'll hear some bad news, and I will literally taste the smell of Old Country Buffet. Taste the, the smell? I'll taste the smell. <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by it. It's a very specific smell. And I can ice like, cream. Uh-huh. That's what does it for me. But, <laughs> so yeah, he told us all these things we were going to do. We were going to set up our room. Uh-huh. We were going to do all this stuff. I was so excited. Had my backpack, like, ready to go. Saturday yeah. morning, 9 a.m. Yep. And we're all sitting out there on the stoop. Literally on the on curb. The, on like, the this curb. could be a movie. Like, on the curb with my bag. Like, uh-huh. sitting in front of the mailbox, looking down the street. Being like, where's the silver Durango? Like, it's yeah. going to pull around the corner any second. Any minute now. 9 and 5, 9 15, 
10 o'clock. Like, it was hours. We looking. sat out there. Yeah. I don't think you would, you were like the last to budge. Yeah. Um, but I remember that day as just being like, oh, yet another disappointment from dad. Like for me, it was just kind of like confirmation. Like, yeah, that was he not doesn't care. my mindset. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking really. I was just like, oh, he's late or whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, not for me. No. Well, and I think too, like I kind of had a lot of backstory leading up to our first visitation with dad from mom. And so I had all of this pre conceived notions and, and yeah. information that you just didn't have. Oldest, oldest child thing. Like you were getting mm-hmm. all the, the brunt. Mom was like letting it out yeah. to you. Yeah. She was confiding in me and yeah. So I just was like, oh, shocker, you know, but I do remember thinking like, and looking at you guys sitting on the curb and just being like, Oh my goodness, like, this is so just stereotypical shitty dad behavior. Like, how can this be? Like, he never even called us. He never called. Never said anything. Actually, I I wish I, like, I never asked, like, what were you doing? No, it never got cleared. What were you doing that you didn't come and pick us up? It never got cleared. It was just like the next time he was supposed to have a day with us, he showed up. And we just went along. Yeah, we just went along. So, did mom find, like, I, I remember the basics of that but I don't remember how like it was finally was told to us like yeah he's not coming the mom just has to mom be, like, came out yeah mom came out I think I went like inside I was like holding your hand and like I could tell you were starting to get upset because I mean it had been many moons like mm-hmm. we had been waiting and so I like didn't want to leave because I knew you weren't gonna leave yeah but I remember like going inside and mom was just like he's not he's not coming yeah and, and then from there I feel like we both dealt with that situation in like basically two completely different ways. Yeah, that's kind of when our paths diverted from and each other. How we became like opposites, <laughs> but from that freaking same source. Yeah, which is why we're here today. Here we are. So I became basically mom's ally and voice almost sometimes, like or not voice, um, her megaphone, I would say, and you kind of became dad's ally and his like we would almost communicate for them through each other yes we would what a burden to put on actual children i was literally like a six yeah we were actually children but um i feel like i reacted to that in a way that was like okay dad didn't come why i guess i was like what can i do to make him want to come next time he didn't want to like be with us and i'm like oh it must be something wrong with us like so I've tried to become, like, this, like, perfect child at six years old being, like, well, if I do everything right, there's no way, like, he wouldn't want to, like, be our dad or wouldn't want to come pick us up Saturday morning when it was his time. So, like, I would try to do everything I could to be, like, that perfect kid. Mm-hmm. That way, like, he wouldn't, like, he would actually, like, want us, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like you were, like, opposite. Yeah, I was like, okay, um, I'm not going to waste my time and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do and I don't really care. Like, yeah. If you're not going to care about me, I'm not going to care about you. And I think that's when my walls just started going straight up. Yeah, like, you got angry, mm-hmm. and I got, like, what can I do to fix this, yeah. kind of. Yeah, And especially, I think the hardest part is that, like, there were other kids involved. Like, with Carrie, she had kids. So, in my mind, it was, like, he was choosing to be a father to mm-hmm. those kids and not us. So, I'm, like, well, what's wrong with us? Yeah. So, like, we must not we must not be as good as them. We must, like be lacking something so let me try to become this perfect child that so that he'll choose us over them yeah and I think at an early age I kind of decided like we were too good for him so opposite Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I constantly felt not good enough yeah 
and it just translated into my entire life probably (laughs) and i'm a cocky asshole so same (laughs) i kind of wish i would have went that route (laughs) it's not always that much fun because i'm actually really insecure and sad on the inside Yeah, I I have both. Like, I, I project, like, I don't care. But I do care. Yeah. Like, he could have just shown up that day, and, like, then what? Yeah. We would have been probably two completely different people. Oh, that's terrifying to think about. I know, but that's the thing. Like, parents don't realize that, like, the decisions they have are so, like, that the decisions they make are so, like, detrimental to mm-hmm. their children. And, like... Granted, like, obviously parents are human. Like, they're going to make mistakes, but, like... Right. They like, don't realize that they're going to have such a large effect on... Yeah, like, something you think was just, like, a rough day could literally be scarred and, like... Like, I have rough impact. days all the time, and I know, like, when I have kids one day, I'm going to have a rough day, but I won't even know that that rough day is the day that shaped them into, like, who they are, and that's, like, terrifying. They're going to sit and drink wine with their siblings and be like, remember that day that mom ruined us because she had a bad day? She fucked us up for life. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, dad probably doesn't even know. Yeah, that's the thing, that though, is I don't case. know, yeah, I don't know how many parents sit back and reflect on what did I do to affect my children? Can I keep that line of communication open to make sure that they know that that was a bad day? It wasn't their fault. Like, it wasn't because they weren't good enough. Think twice about that day. Yeah. Like, yeah. does he know that that makes you feel like you're not good enough in everyday life, like, as an adult? Yeah, basically, now I spend my whole life seeking validation to make sure that, like, I'm enough. Yeah. But so that's all we can hope for ourselves, is that at least the damage that's been done allows us to at least have an open line of communication with our future generations to say, what damage am I causing you? Please tell me so we can... I don't think you know until it's, like, it's so far late. away. Like, so far gone i guess yeah it's terrifying it's just i think it's inevitable yeah because even like you could be the pr- most perfect parent still end up with a serial killer for a kid yeah nature versus nurture yeah let's get into science <laughs> shit we have no well you have more experience with well i've actually had this conversation before and uh, like you can look at siblings well you can look at us but i always go back the twins to, are often studied yeah but i always go back to like I feel like dad and his siblings are a perfect example. Like, Aunt Lisa, like, ER doctor, super successful, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Dad, who, like, worked a minimum wage job basically his entire life, didn't go to college. Uncle Al, his brother, who became homeless. Like, they all share the same, like, genetics, mm-hmm. but maybe they were nurtured. Because, obviously, parents don't... Intentionally choose. T- treat their kids yeah. differently but I think each kid even within a family they're nurtured differently like you were nurtured different than me mm-hmm. I was nurtured different than girl oh I know what you mean like um so dad's one of four they all turned out different I like, it's hard to I feel like it's hard to have the whole conversation nature versus nurture because I think even within a family like kids are definitely like, nurtured yeah, but you're not taking in account the nurture that is also outside sources besides just in the home right yeah. so like when they were in what grade, what teacher they had, what um, peers they had, that all gets applied. Like, twins are often used because there are, like, cases. Our genetics are. Yeah, exactly. Like, our genetics are still different. Yeah. And, like, there's, um, there's, like, studies where twins have grown up in two separate households and still are identical when they meet again. And, like, 
And probably this probably cases where they're different too. And there's also cases where they're different. So that's and like I this is a really dumb comparison, but like I have twin cats and like <laughs> I literally thought that we weren't keeping one in the beginning and I think it subconsciously like messed them up. Like I'm not even joking. I'm like terrified um to have twins uh, humans because I can see and I feel like I would constantly self criticize like, why is that one? more this and the other one's more that what did i do what did i subconsciously tell them that i think you can do with that with not even twins too though yeah true but i feel like it but it's more obvious when it's like twins that have the same chemical build up and then they're just like and yeah, they were born at the know, same time yeah you know, like you're like <laughs> that was if they're, not, if they're not twins like you can like maybe blame it on genetics yeah like, oh, they just got a little bit more of yeah their dad or, well, wait genetics always confuses me i've i'm I'm going to grad school for healthcare. No, it is though. I it just, gets different different amounts of different things from their it, parents. But you're still fifty fifty, like your mom or your dad. But, yeah, but there's it's all different qualities, different things. Like there's crossover. It's confusing as heck. But mm-hmm. so, I don't know. But identical twins are the same. They're the so same, the, but that siblings means, aren't. That's why they are used for nature versus nurture studies. Yeah, that's that's when you know that it's, uh-huh. it's really because you have a control on the experiment. The genetics uh-huh. are exactly the same, and you're. But it could still be something as simple as like maybe there was a crack in the curtain and in their in their bedroom when they were younger or like when they were babies and one of them didn't sleep through the night as well and then one becomes an insomniac for that reason or I could haunt myself forever and think that maybe I didn't feed one of them enough. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know. It could be s- silly little things like that. We are so off topic yeah. right now. <laughs> that went off on a real tangent. Um, but basically. Okay. Let's get back back. to it. Let's circle back. So we were talking about that childhood experience on the curb waiting, how it, how it kind of like propelled us on our individual paths. Um, You became kind of like a rebel. Yeah. Do you think it's from that? Yeah, I think it has to do with it. I mean, I think there's a lot of things at play there, but. And I I kind of became a people pleaser. Like I just wanted everyone to be happy yeah. Because I thought then maybe I would be chosen yeah. first for dodgeball. Is that a bad reference? <laughs> That's terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but basically, yeah. But basically, like, we went down two yeah. different paths. Yeah. All from the same thing. So that's, like, the crazy thing, too. Like, the same experience. Wait, is that, is that back to nature versus nurture? Kind of, but I think I'm too, trying to I'm trying to incorporate that somehow, some way in this because <laughs> how did we get I don't know here? how we got there. But well we don't share the same genetics either. Exactly. Like, should we throw yeah, out there that would, we have different Yeah, dads. we have different birth fathers, so we do have different genetics. Also, I'm older than you, so I was exposed to more information, more things leading up to that event, that shared experience. So there were other things that were at play in my um viewing of that action. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a timing thing too. And I don't know if it really has much to do with genetics. I think it has more to do with the fact that it's like, okay, I already knew these preconceived things about dad. I already knew why he left. I don't know if you were fully aware of the fact that he I had cheated. I think I knew for a while. Yeah. So like so, you, so you went more towards anger right away mm-hmm. and I went more towards. Yeah. Cause he was, he had already disappointed me. Yeah. Like this wasn't the first time. This was like the first disappointment for you. And you were so little and he literally, he was like stars in your eyes like he was he was yeah. always perfect to you 
And so it was just like, oh my God, I can never so let our, this happen again. We shared that experience. We had the same shared experience, but prior experiences mm-hmm. made us interpret that experience differently. Totally. Which is so weird because like you, like, I guess you never know what someone else is experiencing. Even like you mm-hmm. think you're on the same page, but everyone's like experience is different. Everyone and I could have still interpreted it as like, a, d- a different way. I just chose to like let those things accumulate in that way, and yeah. And but that was basically the start of it all, and then shit just kept piling on top of that. Yeah, and I just think it just like shows who we are now and how we behave now because of that instance and instances like it, and how we then reacted to everything a- that came after that, um, because of what happened that day. Like we kind of react similarly to different everything. we react similar 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 similarly i can't similar it sounds it sounds like it's not a real world word anymore. we react oh, world what the <laughs> sorry we react in the same way we reacted then yeah now in some of our life situations yeah i think so but we're gonna become we're becoming aware that's and, the first step right admitting it is the first step um, and yes what's the next what's the second step I don't know. It's not referenced as we much in pop culture. We should go to real therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like this works so great. This is basically therapy. We both tried therapy. Yeah. Well, mom, we were... Oh, my God. I remember the smell of that place, too. Well, smell is your closest yeah, memory association. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, like, just randomly remember it. I don't remember the smell. I do. Like, but all I just the toys I didn't just like smelled it like germs. We went to lots of different kinds we of therapy. We went to, yeah, we've actually been to therapy a lot. Mm-hmm. And never took. <laughs> never, never sat well with me. I tried again in college. Yeah. Didn't like it either. Just I tried as an adult too and also had problems. I think we might be a little bit combative. <laughs> like as Maybe people. in denial? That too. But I think, like you said, we're starting to accept it. Yeah. So maybe we can so try maybe, again. So maybe, maybe we are opening ourselves up to the possibility of maybe one day going to therapy. Or we can just do this. Or we can just keep doing this. Yeah, I think that would sound better. I'm fine with that choice. <laughs> but, um... So, like, in the future for the podcast, what are our goals? Like, what are we... How are we kind of going to do this? Well, I guess my thoughts are looking... Being self-reflective throughout our daily lives and, like, identifying different things that maybe aren't the healthiest that we do... Whether it's relationships with yourself, relationships with others, kind of identifying those things and um, accepting them, and then finding a way to blame our dad for it. Awesome. So yeah, so like I just kind of wanted to give like people an idea so that way they know. Like so tonight we kind of talked about a a shared experience, but I think in the future it's going to kind of be focused on each of us and we'll take turns. I think is the goal. Yeah, like different stories. Like I definitely have a few things that have happened recently in life that Mm -hmm. have made me. Realize some things about myself, um, and we'll get serious about it sometimes, but we'll always bring it back to some self-deprecating humor to, you know, make ourselves laugh to not feel so bad about ourselves. Yeah, I think the chances of us crying and laughing are very high. 100%. Yeah, 100% chance of that happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of like reflecting on our childhood and finding a way to connect it in a funny, fun, light way, while also actually trying to identify some things in our lives. Maybe make some improvements. Maybe become better people. Maybe become Ugh. worse. <laughs> oh, probably worse. 
But yeah, and then I think it'd be awesome to have some guests because, like we said, everyone might they might not have daddy issues, they might have mommy issues, they might have foster care issues, they might have grandma issues because yeah. their grandma raised them, like aunts and uncles. They might have no parent issues. Yeah, that you raise themselves. I don't know. Like I know so many of my friends. Everyone has something, so I would love to have people on, and they can like reflect, and we can help them find a way to blame anyone but themselves. Yeah, to make them feel better. And I think too, it would be cool to have people like write to us and let us know if they have anything that gets they can like, relate to so us or nice that they have their own experience related to. Yeah, I think it helps just having a place to go and talk and like reflect and have someone else be able to give another set of eyes and just to be something. like oh i'm not alone yeah and you're completely valid and feeling that way right yeah we kind of have that built in since we have siblings but not yeah. everybody has that so Imagine, yeah being like an only child or not being close to their siblings. Like, wow why am i so damaged um oh my childhood sucked duh thanks mom <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> but yeah i think next week we'll, we'll start with a i know i have a story or two to tell yeah We'll, we'll dig deep on Sin's backstory a little bit further and some of her current life events, see what's going on. I'm growing. <laughs> growing I'm and glowing. growing. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully we intrigued you guys enough to come back. Yeah. Hashtag pilot episode. Yes. Daddy issues. Well, bye.